This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Listeners, we're dealing with questions about church membership and we've actually got a really good question today, Michael. Actually. Actually. Actually, it is a good question. <laughs> I, I really appreciate this one. Actually, I like the way actually, you said that. actually. That was, yeah. <laughs> All the other ones are terrible, but this one. <laughs> this one is actually a good question. This is good. No, I love this question because it takes us back to Scripture. Okay, you're talking about church membership. Are there examples of church membership in Scripture? I, I love the heart of this person. You're talking about it. Show it to me in the Bible. Yep. That's why I'm saying it's actually a good question. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes and no. I say no because uh, what people are looking for when they ask this often is, show me how the way you do it now yes. is similar to the way they do it then. Mm-hmm. That's not probably a fair way to say it. The fair way to say it is, what was the itch they were trying to scratch? What was the mm-hmm. value they were trying to uphold and how did they do it versus uh, how do we take that same itch, that mm-hmm. same itch, and scratch it in a way that upholds that same value? So let's yes. talk about the value they have. Their value was in documenting the numbers of people who came to Christ and yes. who attended the church. Numbers were very important in Scripture. Actually, we have a, a whole book about numbers, don't we? Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> oh. So numbers are important, and they also wanted to know who is in good standing, who is not in good standing. Yes. Those would be very important. And then mm-hmm. they had sub-lists. The ideas would be, uh, like, for example, widows. Mm-hmm. There's a list of widows. There are distinctions because in their in their time, there are there are good widows and bad widows. There yeah. are widows who are divisive, mm-hmm. and there are widows who are submissive to Jesus Christ. And so they had a list of approved widows, if you will. That's the idea here is that they're women in a certain stage of life who had really certain needs, but they were in good standing. And they were within that local church. You're right. referring to First Timothy chapter 5. Yep. And they're not just like all widows everywhere. So the idea here is that the pastors had— Uh, a local congregation, a a group of people, usually smaller than most of the churches Mm -hmm. today, but a small group of people that they were responsible for. And they had lists of different kinds of people in good standing. That's Mm -hmm. really the goal, though, is who's all in here. Now, here's the challenge, right? In America, um, you can go from church to church to church. Couldn't Mm -hmm. do that back then in the same way. You know, like to to switch churches would be to move cities. Yes. If you followed Christ, if you were a Christian, by and large— you were at that church and you were in good standing. That's that simple, you know? Mm-hmm. Here, like you can jump from 13 different churches and go all over the place. And so it's a very different context in how we understand membership. Membership here in America is a lot more about who is in good standing here. Who am mm-hmm. I personally mm-hmm. accountable as a pastor for? You know, who can we count on, if you will? It's interesting. If you read the end of most epistles, you're going to actually start to get an idea of how this comes together. So Paul talks about people who did him good, mm-hmm. people who are doing a really great job, people who are walking with the Lord. And he's regularly not just promoting people who are in good standing, um, but promoting people who are also good leaders or mm-hmm. um, who went above and beyond. And so, um, and then you have also a list, remember Demas, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. In love with this present world. Well, D- Demas came up twice before that in his role, if yes. you will. In good standing. Mm-hmm. And so you go from book one, good standing, book two to good standing. And finally, I think it might be in Timothy where he says, Demas in love with this present world is basically abandoned. Abandoned, Paul, yeah. And so Demas was a guy who publicly was on the good standing list and then went on the bad standing mm-hmm. list. And that would be a great example. 
And then what you find here is that God has a role. It's called the book of book of life. The book of life. And it comes up in the New Testament, especially the book of Revelation, like regularly. Paul in Philippians 4.3, um, he says, uh, he's talking about his fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. The book of life is all over Revelation. Yes. 3.5, it says, um, uh, the one who conquers will be clothed in garments of white, and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. God has a role, if yeah. you will, of people who are saved, you mm-hmm. know? Scripture is constantly counting people, distinguishing who who is in good standing with the local church and who's not, so that other churches can be protected. So if somebody might move from city to city, they have documentation of that. And I think we only have the tip of the iceberg in terms of some of the documentation that was circulated. Yes. But it would have been pretty clear, especially Paul would be going from city to city, and he had leaders he had trained and mm-hmm. developed. And so you couldn't get too far away in a non-motorized culture without somebody knowing the people and yes. not in good standing, mm-hmm. if, if you will. So you kind of had like two categories. You had Christian and good standing and Christian and not good standing. <laughs> like that was it. Mm-hmm. You know That's I mean? right. Not a lot in between here. And they always had a home church and that home church was in their city. Yeah. And they always identified the Christian with that home church. Right. So the last podcast we did, no, two podcasts ago, we talked about church membership. I think you need to go back to that one to really get the context for this question, because when we use the word member, we're primarily speaking in American legal terms or um, fraternal terms. Mm-hmm. But in scripture, member is not the word. Your name is on some kind of a list. Yeah. It's the role. Yeah. It's a role list. It's a lot more simple back then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have a lot more dynamics now. But are there examples of church membership? You will not find the word member, member. connected to in the Bible, the role or the list. Mm -hmm. Member is always body part. (laughs) Seriously, like. Exactly. When they talk about members, they're actually talking about like we're one body Mm -hmm. and we're each a member, a body part of Christ. And when you put all the body parts together, you equal Jesus and a local church. Speaking of a different thing. Right. And we see it being exercised, but we don't see it named. Correct. And we're going to be talking more about that in our next podcast, which will be Can a non-member be put under church discipline?